Welcome to Wrestling And. It's been a crazy week and I think we're going to talk a lot about All Out Wrestling and All Out. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, a little, almost too much, but uh, we're going to start it on something a little more positive that uh, I wanted to hear about and uh, that Justin got to experience and that was, by the way, co-host, Mr. Justin Inring Art at Inring Art. Hi, guy. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. I forgot to do the intro there, but I wanted to ask you about the crowds in New Japan recently. Oh, yeah. That that was one thing that I, uh, you know, made a priority to watch this weekend uh, outside of the usual things. And uh, we heard we heard a vocal, full-on vocal output from a Japan crowd in Japan, and it was amazing. And okay. to the point where I almost forgot what it sounded like, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I don't know if you caught that, caught that show at Cork and Hall. The first match we had back with sound was Bad Dude Tito and Minoru Suzuki. Okay. And almost over two years, John. Damn. No, I'm seeing this. They It, it actually, they drew a big crowd it was was this burning spirit day three yeah it was the september 4th show or 5th show and okada and tanahashi formed the mega superpowers to wrestle jonah yes so jonah and uh, shane haste in the um, main event so yeah you know the sad thing is this awesome weekend in new japan which i'm glad you watched and now i'm gonna watch it was so overshadowed by all the other ridiculous news, and it's kind of sad, yeah. actually. Um, all out from all out. Yeah, we'll call it that. But uh, did you watch the whole show? Was it? Uh, most of it. Um, I actually went to a um, place that was broadcasting it. Um, the same place that. Um, oh man. My brain just stops sometimes. Um, brain Slam Wrestling that ran the show here a few weeks ago that Hiromu was at. Okay. Uh, well, the company that does that actually has their kind of they're kind of like an art artist headquarters kind of thing. Yeah, I was wondering. Uh, I looked I looked the place up online, but it looks like one of them's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah, you know it's crazy because um, you know. I saw that they were doing something at this theater, and I live like a mile from there. So I said, "Hey, can I come and?" Hand out some stickers, and they're like, of course. So I went and did that, and sweet, you know, met a friend there. I took my youngest son there, and he only made it till about, you know, seven o'clock our time, which I think we left during the tag match. Um, and by the time I got home and uh, got back watching it again, um, you know, I probably missed a few matches, but mm. I said I think I saw about seventy percent of the show. Okay. Um, well, that's good. And you know, good show. I'm gonna good check it out, overall. man. I bet you it was awesome. It was. Uh, Again, super overshadowed by other news like news uh, things. But if you watch New Japan right. by itself and just you know, you're like, damn, this is still good shit. I could imagine, right? Because they they do, they are they're great, great at wrestling, and oh, uh, also also and, some character development know, there. Yes, yes, and uh, overall, All Out was great. It was really good. Um, I you know a lot of good wrestling on those shows. The Eddie Kingston, uh, you know, Ishii, uh, Ishii match. Yeah, that that was awesome. There was a was lot great, of crazy stuff, and we're gonna yeah yeah yeah. What a weird fucking week to talk about wrestling, man. I'm sorry, it's just weird. But uh, yes, the the show was awesome. Um, God, and and we just we not too long ago we had Forbidden Door. An amazing show, and I hope that the positivity of those, how good those shows are, you know, influences the way they are uh, kind of headed. So, did did you see any of uh, Clash at the Castle? By the way, I saw a little bit of it, like the first couple matches um, when we rolled back in here on Saturday night. Um, unfortunately, I tried to catch up on it this morning, but. Like in usual peacock fashion. The well, why did you roll kept, back uh, in late, bro? What were you doing, dog? Uh, it was like 10.30. I started falling asleep, and I knew that was it for me. Okay. Um, 
but um you know because we were at disney this weekend or whatever um, oh shit okay but i i tried to pick up it some of it this morning or the, and the peacock just kept quitting what the fuck that's um, sad bro yeah the, i look up and it says error error so peacock sucks anyway Pe- dude peacock sucks when i pull it out on my phone sometimes at work it took like 30 minutes to load i was like why it's why terrible. does it, netflix never does this you know uh, yeah, it doesn't, especially uh, the PlayStation app version is god awful. You'll watch like ten, you know, ten minutes of something and then it quits on you. It doesn't go to the next episode. Yeah, um, it's a terrible app, absolutely terrible. And you say what you want about Netflix, but I almost never run into issues on Netflix. Yeah, ever with the you know i have the same internet connection so if there was connections issues it would be terrible on every app yeah no um, no no it, it is, is it is just worst. these certain apps and and i've played certain video yeah. games too where like the connection drops in and out or it like requestions you if you're connected over and over and it's like okay why are you guys fucking this up when every other company is not fucking this up what makes you different yeah. and it's just they hey it's part of the reason uh peacock lost like a billion dollars last year or whatever and had no net new subscribers for the first quarter of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is insane to think about. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's a whole other issue. We well, can do wrestling and streaming services. Yeah, and we will eventually. Uh, but you talk about insane, and I want, I was just, we have to bring this up. Insane. Uh, how crazy the acclaimed were over last night. Did you see that? No, you know, I thought that was... I missed most of that match because I had to get home like right when their match started. Okay, well, uh, I'll, but, um, I'll talk about it yeah, real quick. Yeah, they're certainly getting over, though, just from watching uh, Dynamite and all that well, stuff. Well, this, this is... becoming fan favorites. This is not getting over. These guys are over now. They were the hottest act, I think, in the entire night besides CM Punk or Moxley. Like, right. dude. Wow. So you had all these crazy chants... You know how they usually go, Joe's gonna kill you, or stuff like that? Yeah. Instead, for half the match, they chanted, Scissor me, daddy. And then uh, all these other chants. Um, Billy Gunn was the most over he's been since the Attitude Era. He started laughing at how many they were cheering, daddy, yes, daddy, yes. And the match ended up being crazy as fuck. I think it was the best match of the night, maybe, besides the trios match. But, uh, my God, you definitely got to watch this one. Acclaim is in a whole new world right now, dude. They are... They have been launched to the main event scene just by the, their their performance tonight, you know. So, hey, That's great, uh, lots of movement from them. Um, and then again, you didn't really get to see any clash at the castle. Did you hear anything about it? I heard that the Seamus uh, Gunther Walter, whatever you call him, yeah. match was amazing, and yeah. I heard the main event was really good too. Um, I think that's pretty much. Yeah. most of what i heard but well, i definitely want to check out at least the shame of scootinger match well i'll say this from what i saw man we are back to i'm not kidding it's almost like nxt takeovers of yesterday is starting to feel what these pay-per-views are like and i hope it's like i mean you had five matches or five matches i think and like all of them oh, got, nxt had one too did you watch any of that i did not i did not see war yeah. of worlds but uh, the ricochet match looked really good then again, Mandy Rose won, and it's like everyone from NXT UK kind of got like, you know, buried there. Bitched um, out. So. Um, but I will say about the Sheamus Guther, I've always been a Sheamus fan. Um, I always love Sheamus. I know a lot of people haven't been fans of Sheamus, but. He's um, always been good. He's a guy. I always love Sheamus. I love his character. And he's I consistent, the, the dude. Hard-hitting. He's consistent, yeah. like. He, he doesn't really look that much different. In fact, he's almost gotten better from 10 years ago. I, I don't know, man. I think, like, the, I, I, I think the dude could be in a G1. Like, oh, he, he could. He has that type of work style. <laughs> dude, he de- definitely does. He he definitely does. Yeah. And Guther was one of the first dudes in a long time that brought it out of him in that sense, that doing that yeah. type of match. So. I'm definitely going to check that out when my Peacock's... Uh, well, not my... my the, when Peacock, the Peacock is my... behaving... Yeah, this is not a Bluetooth commercial. Um, <laughs> when the peacock starts to decides it wants to work at home, 
I feel you, man. Um, yeah, the Clash of the Castle. The other stuff I saw, the women's uh, trios match. Um, awesome. Really great. Bailey ridiculously over. And her having to tell the fans to stop chanting her name and shut the fuck up and stuff. So, uh, great there. And, yeah, the main event. I mean, that was pretty intense, dude. But the fact is there were these near falls where uh, you knew Drew had won. And then he didn't. You know, and they obviously brought Solo Sikoa up from the NXT to the main roster. So, right, that's the other Uso brother. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Nepo- nepotism, dude. Now. I guess so, because he kind of, you know, he helped homie. He's one of those guys where you saw him. He's got to be older than the Usos, right? Yeah, but where's Jacob Fatu? Why? Why was he not in WWE? I never got that. Is he related to them? Yeah, dude, he's part of the family. I think he's related. Hang on, I'm I'm sure what he happened, is. Happened like, was it like a year or two ago when they brought up some random relative of his to be on the show? You remember it was like one of Roman's other cousins or something. I can't remember what his name was. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not it was sure. Like two or three years ago. I'm not sure. They brought this guy up for like a month where he was like. I'm telling you, it was really random, and I don't think they've they did anything with him afterwards. I don't think it was Jacob fought too; it was somebody else. Oh, um, I, I wouldn't even know how to Google search that, to be honest with well, you. Well, I did find a family tree. Um, Jacob Fatu is the son of Samuel Fatu, Tonga kid, who is brothers with Solofa Fatu, who is actually Rikishi, and his sons are Josh and Jonathan Fatu. The Usos. So Jacob Fatu is a cousin. Okay. So there you go. And that's like the MLW guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. And their brother is named Umaga. Mm. I It goes deep, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, who the fuck is Lance? Anaui. Lance Uso? Who is Rodney Anaui? That's Yokozuna. Yep, you got it. You got it. That was Yokozuna, the man who dipped turkey fat into mayonnaise and ate it. Did you ever hear about that? Uh, Yeah, I think we've talked about it, Okay, yeah. Yeah, pretty gross. Should we do it on air just as a remembrance? You you can do it. No, you can. How about you this? You do Miracle Whip. No, I don't mayonnaise. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a mayonnaise guy, man. That's gross. I would definitely not do it in that way. Like maybe a smidgen on a avocado sandwich, but I'm talking dipping. No, it's not a dipping sauce. Anyway, did you hear about this uh, CM Punk dude? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit. It hasn't been dominant on anyone's Twitter timelines or anything like that. I don't really know what to yeah, say um, that hasn't been said already. I mean, it's just really an instant. First of all, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, who gives a shit, really? Um, but, wow. I mean, if it's CM Punk really just uh, leaning into his heelness, his natural heelness, I mean. It didn't seem like that. It seemed cheered. like he was just being a fucking dick. Yeah, I, I like. I don't think this was some kind of like work thing. He started initiating and then talked shit about Colt Cabana, dude. Like calling him, saying he yeah, was a I piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't see it. Like, I just saw the two uh, minute clip where he kind of just started going off about, uh, you know, uh, Colt Cabana having a bank account with his mother. Yeah. And, you know how all these emails, like just all this, I haven't been his friend for ten years or whatever. And he called out the dude that knew him first, this uh, the reporter. He was like, "Hey, where'd you go to improv school? Who'd you do improv with, uh, Scott Colton?" And he's like, "Yeah, well, that dude's a fucking piece of." Sh-. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Um, I mean, it it it's. One of you know, I I just we talked about it a few weeks ago. Maybe Tony Khan is in over his head with these personalities. We we have I definitely guess, but, talked about it, and we've talked about. But look, they're crazy if they don't turn this into something to make money. Yeah, you're right. 
But can they get along? I guess that's the question. If they do turn it into this is where, this is where I'm thinking somebody like Chris Jericho has to step in and say, "Look, Dude. you guys don't like each other. You don't like him." But listen, we're gonna make some money off this. I, shit. I, 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 that's where I count a guy like Chris Jericho. I, I hope that. so. I really hope it turns out to be that that type of story. And I agree with you because there are do. Here's the thing. Mm, someone's got to step up to CM Punk in the locker room, you know, and check his ass. Well, that's the thing where I remember this one of these Jericho shows from a few years, years ago where I can't, was it him and Cody on the cruise or something? He was interviewing on the cruise and Cody mentioned something about CM Punk saying he was the locker room leader and how like they need to start cleaning up their trash. And then, like, someone like Booker T or someone heard that and just threw trash on the ground and said, I'm not, he's not my leader. Ooh. And even Jericho's, like, you know, he started talking about it. And that's when, you know, Cody told that part of it. He's like, oh, I didn't, like, I was trying to keep people anonymous. And Jericho's like, no, 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 this is my show. It was CM Punk saying he's a leader. I remember him saying that. And I'm like, you're not my leader. <laughs> but, um, Listen, we knew this guy had a, you know, a uh, bit of an attitude. Um, we know he's, the people that he's close with, he's good with. But if you, he's very easy to rub the wrong way. Yeah, and it, it, um, and it even seems like, I, I hate to say this, but it's also a wannabe power trip kind of thing where I run a lot of this stuff. I'm the leader. Um, that's the pattern I'm seeing. Yeah. Where in the fact so, you did not start the company... Um, you know, you, you, you know, and because these people are EVPs and you don't like them and they run what you do, it's like, fuck those pieces of shit. Well, first of all, I was a little insulted for, you know, I think running a target is really difficult. So for him to say that they couldn't even manage a target, that's pretty insulting for some hardworking people that work at targets. Agreed. 100%. So... That's a little bit of a, you know, a stupid thing to say on his part, too. But, no, listen, though. Um, this can be something. I First of all, I think there has been some type of, if, if I'm, we're going to speculate. First of all, it's weird. Usually some idiot will be getting video of this stuff of, you know, guys like Ace Steel throwing a chair and knocking out <laughs> one of the. Um, Dude, I, you know, I, I, are, are, are you going to say, like, oh, it's a work? Because I, I, everyone. I don't think it's. I think it's it's a, it's up to a point. Uh, I think what's hap- what could be happening right now is that there was a beef and it was squashed and they're like, okay, let's make something out of this now. Um, well, well, we hope so because CM Punk Tony hasn't Khan. been fired yet. So right, I mean, if or though like it, well, if they're gonna go off the same things they do with uh, Eddie Kingston, who had a fight with someone, yeah, uh, uh, was it Sammy Guevara? Yeah. Right? A few weeks ago, then CM Punk should be suspended. Well, and and what I'm wondering is, look, did Tony Khan... This is total speculation, but if I was in the situation, did Chris Jericho and Tony Khan rush backstage, stop everyone, and say, meet me in my fucking office fucking now? And, you know, just, you gotta figure that shit out. I I mean... (laughs) I don't know how he could let these dudes, like, stay separate and just keep cool. It's like, dude, some, we got to figure this shit out. So, I hope that's what happened, dude. Yeah. No one's been fired yet. There was... Hey, listen, say what you want. Like, none of this stuff would happen out in the open in WWE. Never. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it's stuff like this in WWE doesn't usually happen in, in less, since the 90s. Get out. I don't think people get attacked do- backstage randomly yeah well that was before dirt sheets were really running amok in the 90s and i'm just saying that's not a normal um, thing like being attacked backstage uh in that's where the vulner the vulnerability of having these um post-event press conferences that are live yeah um uh, who knows if they just didn't do that? Like they didn't have that what they call a media scrum. This stuff would even have happened. Yeah, prob- probably not. Probably not. So it's like the fact that you're giving CM Punk a live mic after a show when you know that you're going to. You know, well, that's what confuses me even more though, is because like he just won in Chicago. 
It's like, why? You you just well, won, only, and you're the face the, of the company. Now this is what you, know, you Even do? then, even without that press conference, um, that was the only place he was going to get cheered again. Yeah. Yeah. He's become like the Bret Hart, um, Chicago, not Canada, right? Um, it's like MJF, it's in, MJF to, in Long Island. Well, now they're going to roll out MJF with him. I know. Who's the heel now? Yeah. Because everything that, everything that um, MJF has said is true about CM Punk. Yeah. I don't everything know. Everything that Adam Page has said about it CM Punk seemed pretty is true. true. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess uh, the, everything that John Moxley said is true. Well, I guess watching the uh, drama of how it works out is kind of part of the appeal of it. It's sad though, in a way. Um, it seeing people verbally fucking ripped apart, you know, in someone being malicious about it is never really that fun, um, especially when they're people that you it like. Just, they it just seems like almost booking wise as well, and just. I feel like I'm watching a different product when I see the Young Bucks and Kenny out there than when I see CM Punk out there. Yeah. And when I see MJF. Well, the thing is, is that uh, separated and Moxley, they're also separated by booking now. I don't know if that's a good job that they're doing over there, but there's just, just it just seems like they're. Uh, they're booking separate to keep them apart from each other in a way. Well, we'll see about MJF coming as a baby face because I don't care how much of a dick the dude is, he's going to get cheered. So. Oh, yeah. I, I think, um, uh, you know, we've all, both of us, we're CM Punk fans for the most part. Like, you know, overall, um, you know, this kind of stuff is not a good look. Like, I think you said it on Twitter, like, I don't understand how a guy who won something can be that bitter, right? Yeah. Uh, come off as being that bitter. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why he couldn't just say, like, hey, I'm not really um, on speaking terms or have a relationship to Scott Colton anymore. Yeah. All the details are between me and him and his personal, and I just want to leave it at that. I don't know why he had to go off about yeah, that. Yeah, and go into full detail um, about personal, yeah. financial things and... Yeah, I mean, I thought that was very inappropriate. Whether he feels that he was wronged or whatever, or I think it bugs him that people think that Colt's the good guy. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. He wants to be one hundred percent the good guy. You know, that's that's one thought about it, man. Who who? Yeah, and I think it it hurt it. He, even though he doesn't want to be the good guy, he he just he's kind of a sociopath in a way. <laughs> um, where I think he wants to be, he, he he says he doesn't care what people think, but then he gets pissed off when he hears what they think. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So, or he'll be the first one. No, to ask, I I like, actually no. Yeah. The the fact is that the dude's got real bad insecurities, most likely. Um, just worrying about like, oh Alvarez, did you? I can't believe when you said this video. It's like. Really, dude? Alvarez, this random reporter, he made a video, and why go after him? And then he was talking to Dave. Hey, Dave, did I do anything? It's like, now you're, like, going after random reporters, and they report fucking and bullshit. And with the Adam Page thing, I don't... I did see what Adam Page did. I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't see it as anything. Me neither. Me any neither. Worse. I watched it. It was like, okay, that seems pretty par for the course, man. Pretty normal. Yeah, I didn't really. I thought see it was it a great fucking promo. He talks about wanting to make money. You know, he talks about yeah. I'm trying to make money for uh, this fucking company, dude. That was a money promo for Madden Page. So why, you know? But I just think that CM Punk doesn't have the overall power and draw that he thought he did, or he thinks he does. Yeah. Um. And. Maybe him realizing that, that he was, maybe he thought he would come in and, I don't know if I, like, is, this makes sense, but maybe he thought he'd come in and be worshipped by everyone there. Yeah. And that wasn't happening, so, you know, he figured, if I was ever going to come back to wrestling, I want to come back and be able to do whatever I want, and people are going to be really nice to me, and, you know, and I maybe that didn't happen the way he 
imagined it. I mean, he seems like a guy where if something doesn't go exactly the way he wanted it to, he gets upset about it. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, and it doesn't surprise me that he would get into a fight and be able to hit someone because I know maybe he didn't do well in UFC competition, but the guy is still a trained UFC, you know, fighter. Right? Yeah. Like, he knows how to do more than the average person or the average just pro wrestling trained person so i mean if that did happen i guess i wouldn't be too surprised but uh yeah i really hope it's something that uh there is a little bit of animosity and maybe there's been some arguments or two but they decided to blow it up because tony khan does seem like a guy that would would totally do that just to uh yeah be a little andy kaufman ish in these days so I wouldn't be surprised if we're just getting Andy Kaufman. I you know uh, do getting a lot of attention, I, I, and I think a lot of people want to watch Dynamite now because of it. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless it's just a big conspiracy and all the AEW staff are just—they all agreed. Let's work the media, you know. But for the most, well, it, it could also be where you have two parents. Let's say it's the. CM Punk side versus the EVP side and the children is dynamite and rampage and they're like, you know what, we're not getting along, but let's do what's best for the children, right? Yeah. <laughs> let's make sure that these shows get ratings and if we're gonna have this kind of drama, let's roll into it and hopefully get some, it, make it, some money if, off if, of it. So if, I, if they I, can I, agree. And uh you know, I, I will say there was a great tweet today from uh Fightful that said they spoke to uh, numerous WWE talent about the AEW situation. And I guess the overriding thing was if they don't get over it and make money with it, none of them have any business talking about who's drawing what houses. Yeah. So, probably right. Yeah. I hope we get an epic match in the future from that. But uh, you want to talk about All, Light, All uh, Out as a whole? Oh, all out as a whole. I thought it was just yeah, it was a really good, entertaining show. My favorite match of the night was the Tomohiro Ishii and Eddie Kingston match, which I think was technically on the pre-show. yeah, it was. And the trios match was great too, and the main event was great too. I mean, they were all they were all outstanding matches. Um, uh, rest- a little bit of some plot holes with the main wrestling event wise. Stuff, wrestling wise. I thought it almost matched last year's, although you did have the cage match last year. Um, Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. That was epic, but I thought the tag match tonight was incredible. I mean, so it's just like, I think All Out is their flagship show, man. I mean, yeah. And and last year, I think we were talking more about, you know, All Out being one of the best pay-per-views of all time Mm. um, with that card. So I don't think it was quite to that yeah. level, but it was still really good. I'm still a little confused and bothered by the whole CM Punk foot thing and how he wasn't able to wrestle that other match, but it came out here. Because he did a heel turn. Aside. He did a heel turn. He <laughs> twisted his heel, but, um, and that's why he lost. Well, did you see what he talked about his shoes in the? Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In that press conference. Too, but uh, they said that was a John Moxley idea. That was his idea. Like, I'm going to fuck him up. Shoes? John Moxley's idea. What was? Yeah. So. so the, he's, what was his idea? Oh, oh, to do a three-minute match. Oh, I see. And, like, I'm going scru- to crush Yeah, and here. CM Punk was okay with it because he actually respects John Moxley. No, I'm sure he does. I know there's guys on that in there he respects. Yeah. Yeah. He just really does not respect a certain amount of people, <laughs> all of whom we don't know. Um, so, okay, did, did, uh, okay. tell me when you started watching uh, All Out, which matches did you see? Did you see the whole pre-show, the beginning, the end? We saw the whole pre-show. Um, okay, I didn't. So why and, don't you lead us through yeah. this here? Jericho appreciates in society. Sammy and Tay broke Ortiz's, uh, broke Ruby Soho's, what, her neck or her nose? And uh, or th- she was with Ortiz. Did you watch that match? I did see it. I saw that match. It was a good match. I thought Ortiz might have gotten a couple concussions during it. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was okay. You know, did um, you see Ruby Soho's uh, fall? I did not. Oh, my God, dude. She, she took right such a brutal bump. 
and she broke her nose and it looked like she broke her neck. But uh Oy. I don't I don't think she's broke her neck. Yeah, she just got a, a broken nose, so mm. kinda fucked up. But uh Okay. Well you saw that one. I didn't watch it. Did you watch Hook uh against Angelo Parker? Yeah, that was pretty that was pretty good. Quick match. Gonna be a big star one day. Yeah. Okay. Kind of a squash. Okay. Um Pack and Kip Sabian. Now I heard a lot of stuff saying this really wasn't that great of a match, and it should have been way better. I mean, it was okay. I mean, Kip Sabian doesn't do much for me overall. Okay. I'm not a big fan. Well, you would figure if he was coming back, he would put us all into it, but, uh, you know. I mean, I'm sure he did. I mean, I didn't say I didn't say there was a lack of effort. Um, he had a little bit different of a look, um, but, you know, just... Nothing stood out about it. Ishii versus Eddie Kingston, which was a total Japanese-style match where they just fucked each other up. Great. Uh, supposedly, they uh, were on the anniversary of um, Kobashi versus... Who Who else? Kobashi versus... No, 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 no. It's not Ten. It was Kobashi versus a New Japan guy from the early 2000s. Oh. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I went... Yeah, it... It was probably my favorite match. Sakai? Sakai, maybe? No, I don't know. Um, yeah, that match was awesome, and they uh, they just kept f- fucking each other up the whole match, dude. I don't know what else to say. Good timing. Ishii, right? It's an Ishii match. Everyone pops out of uh, finishers or uh, near falls, you know, at the end. And Eddie gets, and he gets a big win. It's a big win, which, uh, so they're one for one. One and one, yeah. They'll have the rubber match. Maybe they'll have it at Wrestle Kingdom. We'll see. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome, dude. Or I would love to see Eddie in the G1. I, mean, I don't know if he could do that physically, bro. Just for the story of it, and yeah. you, you want a guy there that would appreciate the spot, like, that would be just such a feel-good story. And like, get him on commentary a couple nights with Kevin Kelly, and, <laughs> I, I mean, that could be so much fun, and... Uh, you know, just I would be happy for the dude. You know. Yeah, I would be happy for him too if he was able to do that. I would, I would love seeing that. So, um, after that, we had uh, well, this is a weird one. We had Dante Martin, Rush Andrade, Ray Phoenix, Penta, Willyuda, Claudio, right, and they were all defeated by what would you say in the ladder match? Who beat them? <laughs> Was it Stokely okay, so Hathaway? Are, yeah, well, technically, yeah. Um, but if he wasn't an announced participant, he's just as good as the thing falling down and something picking it up, I guess. Um, well, these matches are, you know, no disqualification by default, right? Yeah, I feel um, like when we start getting yeah, this yeah. stupid, though, it's like, whatever. It was for MJF, right? So I kind of get it. My first thing when I, you know, heard this Joker coming out was, man, how much did they pay for the Rolling Stones song? Mm. Have they used that before for this spot? No, but he's mentioned it on Twitter a lot over the years. Who has? MJF. Using that song? Listening to that song while working out. Well, that should be his song from now on. Yeah. Yeah, and then he, uh, he also, yeah, they mentioned it in one of his promos, too. He brought the song up like a year ago. So, for, for the yeah, hardcore so the hardcore freaks, you know, they found that out. Yeah, he doesn't have to use that, like, kind of... Uh, I like the old song, you know, though, dude. Yeah, I, I've heard it somewhere, though. It's some kind of royalty-free music. Oh, I boy. Think. That's not like great. You, like, you hear it on, like, a commercial for the local mall. Or <laughs> I like sure that. hope not, dude. <laughs> So uh, no, I think I've I've heard it somewhere. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I think it's heavily sampled. I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, anyway, he comes out there. He's got that just mystery guy, guy. mystery. You know guy. the fir- the mystery guy at the time. The but he but he did he the exact same ring entrances as he or entrance moves as he always does. They were slight, probably slightly exaggerated. But like right? you could have just but done the, something when totally Joker different. Came out. But when this Joker came out, like, this is how good MJF is. You knew in just this 
all black outfit, not knowing who it was with that mask on. You're like, the way the guy carried himself, this guy is a star. Yeah. The confidence, you can see it through the costume and all that stuff. So you can see that's how good MJF true. is. True, true, one. true, true. Being able to play in a mask. Looks so important like In that. a mask and just look so charismatic. I agree. That was awesome. It was, it was, it was, it was great. So I knew that I like, and then I'm like, it's got to be MJF or people are saying Bray Wyatt. I'm like, no, Bray Wyatt would have to lose 70 pounds (laughs) and start working out hardcore to look like that. But, um, yeah. Yeah. And the reveal at the end was good, even though I might've saved it for a little bit, especially what what we found about CM Punk. Um, I know. (laughs) I don't know. That's where maybe it wasn't planned because you had the heel come out to, conf- you know, and then this he goes nuts at this press. I don't think he said that like, bad of stuff about uh, about um, MJF. He just called him a prick. Honestly, I, that was not that bad for what he said about other people. I think calling someone a prick is probably think, a positive for CM Punk. I was just gonna say I think CM Punk loves MJF. Yeah, yeah that's just yeah. What yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I didn't sense I any think, heat think, between think, them. I think everyone loves MJF, and if you want to talk about works, I think that whole thing was a work for sure. Now, I don't know if Maybe I don't know if it was extension. a work. I I think he just MJF played it out. I think the contract thing might have been a little bit of a truth to it, but I totally think after that match, no, they they, they, they do take some time they off they actually back. all the reporters like said like literally right after that happened, they're like actually MJF will be back. Like I remember, they reported it immediately. Yeah. They're like, "Nope, they got it figured out." So that 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 happened oh, yeah. months and months ago. I, I guess. And all the things I've heard about MJF is that the dude's a real professional backstage. Yeah. Um, well, they probably offered him in uh, terms of everything. Uh, so. Fucking um, what's it called? Three months off, right? He was probably like, "Take three months probably. off, keep getting paid, yeah, just chill." Because we were saying then, I mean, he's the hottest thing they have, and he needs to be out in the middle of it, and. He should be at the top, uh, yeah, the top know, top level. He should probably beat CM Punk, honestly. He, it's, pro- he should be it's the probably probably time. I think we said it. We probably said on our shows too. Like, if they they need to get the title on him by the end of the year, CM Punk's had a couple good runs with yeah. it. Yeah, you um, can give CM Punk a get, few challenges, a you know, few more challenges. I don't know if I want to see another like I need to whip you to get a, you know, for you to fight me thing, but uh. A little more serious. We'll see what they do with the MJF. Well, thing. he's got a whole new group too. So we got Stokely. He's got he's got the Ass Boys. The Stokely, the Ass Boys, Morrissey, and uh, I think there's one more. Maybe Enzo will show up on Wednesday. <laughs> we'll see about that. But uh, I will say this though: Big Cast Man got himself in some good shape. Didn't yeah, he? I think he got off off he the bad shape too. Yeah, good for him. Oh, yeah, love seeing that. Love seeing that, man. Uh, did you watch uh, Kenny and the Young Bucks beat the Dark Order? That was awesome. Yeah, it, it was an that, amazing yeah. match. Um, everyone worked perfectly together. Dude's a great wrestler. Hell yeah, man. He Dude, like small dude, ripped. He can do like all these big spots. Great cardio, you know? He reminds me of the, uh, like a little yeah, Dragon Gate yeah. guy who just can fucking go. No, he's got a little Dean Malenko in him too, in terms of the, the size and the stature and all that. He's got good um, knees, good no. suplexes, just uh, good lariats. Strong as yeah. well. Um, no, very impressed by him in the match. Um, and they were, yeah, it was a really, really great match. Um, I don't think anyone does uh, near falls as good as the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Yeah, yeah, man, it was awesome. And the finish with uh, Adam Page missing, you know, and hitting John Silver, the buckshot yeah. into mm-hmm. the pin. Awesome finish, great match. Um, I don't think we're surprised by the results, but great stories in in there. And uh, Kenny Omega yelled at Hangman, "You'll never, ever, ever." beat me again ever ever so you know just a really great way because I, I i have a feeling kenny's not really maybe ready to go out there and have 35 minute singles matches right yeah now. um so ha- having this program to get him going and uh get him back into ring shape so he can go on another single yeah. run um you can see why they held on to that trio's title a little bit longer just so they could uh 
you know, give it to him to get him going. Yeah, although I'll say these dudes are wrestling at some crazy speeds in these uh, trios. You know, you're right. It's not a full 35 minute match, but Jesus, Nick Nick uh, Jackson, like the shit he does, God, that would like destroy anybody else. You know, the flips and then jumping back into the rim and doing a flip and then you know, wild shit. Yeah, they're uh, unbelievable. Love so, uh, did you watch uh, She-Hulk versus Athena? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, man, uh, I know that women's division. Um, I didn't see the other women's match. That's one I missed. But Jade Cargill, man, I mean, head and shoulders above everyone, in my opinion, there right now. Um, really kind of reminds me of where it, when when Charlotte first came up and and how hot she was and how much more ready she looked. Um, and, you know, that was at a time where Sasha and Bailey were really, really, really great and really good. But for some reason, Charlotte just seemed to be a, a little above them, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, we're talking that 15, 16, 17 era um, where Sasha and Bailey were great, but just, you know, Charlotte had that overall, like, just kind of mm-hmm. presence and... She just seemed head and shoulders above. That's what Cargill kind of reminds me of is 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 Charlotte from like 15, 16. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know if she has quite the charisma as Charlotte did back then. She's very athletic for sure. You know, they only went four minutes. That look, though. Great, amazing look. look. She's, what is she, amazing look. And yeah. uh, obviously they couldn't say the word She-Hulk, so he said she's wearing green because she loves money which was kind of an awkward thing to say from... Uh, <laughs> That's kind of funny. Can you trace it back? So, t- you know, I don't think they're under the war- no, Warner. They're, no, they're under Warner. They're not under Disney. Or Universal. That's true. Yeah. Right. So. Okay. All right. I, I missed anyway, this yeah. match. How about Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns? Did you watch that one? <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Um... It was definitely a bit of a filler. You had the eight-year-old girl moment, which was fun. Was that the best part of the match? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I got to say, I was trying to keep my eight-year-old entertained a little bit and saying, well, okay, we'll go after this match, <laughs> or, you know, trying to get him, keep him going. But um, it was okay. Sounds was like, I mean, sounds FTR like a little bit one of the lacquer, lacking matches in just like what it could have been on paper. So, um well, I mean, FTR is definitely on the back burner right now. Yeah. Well, they... So, we'll see. And, and I think guys like Jay Lethal um, deserve a run at something. Yeah, me too. Um, they me just too. haven't... You know, maybe he'll get that TNT title off of Wardlow at some Shit, point. Shit, I'd love, I'd love uh, to see him in guess. a, uh, in a uh, AEW title feud. But who knows when if that'll ever happen. Oh, me too. Yeah, I think... If he's going to be the title holder, I think as a baby face would be his best bet. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys that does equally good. Yeah. He he can baby do baby face and heel. Yeah, I re- I would really love to see more smaller programs with like you know, your your main eventers like Jay Lethal or or uh, Roosh, you know. So, we'll see. Um, but yeah, they they got put in the six man, and it is what it is. Um, did you watch? Ricky Starks versus Hobbs, and is Ricky Starks leaving the company or what? That's when we got up and left and went home, and I totally missed. I just saw Ricky Starks come to the ring. He, what happened? He got um, destroyed in five minutes and then spine-bustered and pinned. It was a squash. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Wow. So, well, you know, AW's been doing a lot of squashes lately, huh? I know, but Ricky Starks, bro, he is so good. Why? Yeah, he's really good. So um, I heard someone saying he could know. be leaving, which would suck. Hey, I could see, you know, Triple H's WWE having a spot for him, or he would probably work out really well in NXT. And who knows what's going to happen um, with uh, Aleister Black, Malachi Black. Uh, 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 supposedly that's all... Um, you know, been figured but did out. You, did you see okay. what he did last but, night? Uh, he requested his release. Oh, last night? No. Oh, he got pinned in the match. And then after he got pinned at the entrance, 
He kissed everyone and bowed and like stared around at the crowd. Mm. Well, we'll see. I mean, I could see Triple H wanting to get him back too. And plus that's where his wife yes, is, right? Yes, that's where his wife is and also I um like I heard that like he had an amazing relationship with Triple H. So, you okay, know? Well, you want people to be happy. Go back there. No, listen, when this whole Triple H thing went down, you knew some guys were going to come back. Um, you saw it with Johnny Gargano. Braun Strowman. You know, you saw it with Braun. Yeah, I, I guess I saw <laughs> that too. I don't but, think um, he came back. I think uh, they just, uh, Triple H knows he's a star. You know, he was a star in WWE. and. Uh, no, no, no. He was definitely somebody that the fans got behind. Yeah, so... Um, but he, he, you knew he was going to get some of his work rate guys back. Like Gargano, Gargano, he um, kept Ciampa all along. They did. He kept Ciampa. You know, and, and I think Ricky Starks does fit well in the WWE style. Did though. you know they gave Tommaso Ciampa so, his name back? They've been giving everyone their yeah. name back. There was someone else, too, that got their um, name back. Uh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. Matt yeah. Riddle. And now Tommaso Ciampa. Congratulations yeah, to getting names. your name back. <laughs> yeah, so that I guess that's been, you know, good for most of them. But I know I could totally see a, an Alistair Black coming back there. Yeah. Um, I could see Ricky Starks fitting. In I well. could see Andrade going um, back there in the long term. I mean, there's a lot of people that have that relationship Samoa Joe, who did a lot in WWE, you know? So, you know? Yeah, I mean, they can still, you know, offer you a lot of opportunity. Um, yeah. That AEW really can't yet. Um, there, There's quite a log jam uh, with AEW right now. Um, I think a lot of guys that signed there that thought, they were going to be main eventers. Maybe that's not working out. Well, you you, you do got your main guys. You got your Moxleys, your Bryans, your fucking um, Jerichos. Those dudes are pretty much made in AEW, you know. And Punk. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of guys, when they signed there, they didn't think that CM Punk's coming, Brian Danielson's <laughs> coming. Um, yeah, everyone. Red Dragon. So, I think a lot of... Yeah, well, I mean, Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish was released. I yep. heard it recently. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of guys that went to AEW weren't expecting um, the defections to come. I mean, not defections necessarily, but they weren't expecting them to land. You know, two huge superstars. You know, within six months of each other, if not weeks. Yes. Right? Well, and, and um, but that's why I think guys you know, like the acclaimed impressed me because. They've managed to break through, you know what I mean? Now, that's partially booking on Tony Very Khan, yeah. you know, uh, doing choosing to switch them up with Billy Gunn and stuff. But, uh, yeah, d is so, yeah, we talked about the Swerve versus the Acclaimed. We already talked about that. Really good stuff. Yeah. Awesome crowd reaction. So, uh, w would you have called the Audible and had the Acclaimed win? Like in the middle of the match. See, I, w I didn't. I didn't see. Oh, the you match, didn't see so that one. Okay. Okay. Was. No, no, no. I think. Well, I did catch on with Jungle Boy and. Okay. Uh, okay. Christian so you, yeah, great match, and then the uh, four women's match was awesome too, man. Actually, the weird thing was Jamie Hayter was the most over out of everyone. It's not that weird, but uh, she got huge chants. Everyone was chanting her name. Chicago's different, man. <laughs> so Jamie Hayter, extremely popular. Um, Sheeta, very popular. Um, Tony Storm beat everyone, and it was it was a good match. It, the crowd wasn't too loud for it, but dude, it was pretty crazy. Like they worked super hard. You had like pin after pin after pin after. But it was like super fast paced. You know what I mean? Kind of like your high speed uh, stardom match. So very good. Yeah, they do a good job with the multi-man matches usually at AEW. They really uh, make everyone work during those. And, uh, yeah, this one yeah, it was a good mm -hmm. match. And then uh, Christian's injured, and so he beat Jungle... Well, Luchasaurus beat Jungle Boy, and then he pinned him. Chris, uh, Stupid. Yeah, well, you had uh, Luchasaurus come out and 
choke slam him a few times. To, Dude, I told started. you on our previous and podcast that as long as he's wearing black, he's still evil. Yeah, yeah, you're I right. told you. Yeah, I. Someone said he was flip flopping. I'm like, no, I just think he was always. He evil. was. He was just playing. He, just was, he was playing that little motherfucker. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. really, they had to show the mom and, and the sister. That was fucked up. They've been milking that. <laughs> um, they they milked that the last time too, and yeah, Christian's a heel. I mean, I, come on, this guy's he made a career off of doing it. His whole career, he's been always been better as a heel. Well, well you know, and, uh, yeah. And his dad's an actor and stuff. I bet you they just tell the mom and the sister, "All right, this dude's injured, so he's gonna destroy him. So cry after the match." And they're like, "Okay." And he'll get that win back. It's, he'll get that win back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I've heard. I did hear the Christian injury was per, fairly serious, which kind of is not something cool to hear. So, if they have to do him, uh, an injury he had during the match. Whenever he got injured, it could have been lifting weights or whatever. Um, but that's why it was such a short match is because he was injured. So, wow. yeah. We'll see, man, if he has to manage Luchasaurus and that's the next program. I don't know. Um, Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. Now, when I first saw this match, I thought it was okay, pretty good. Like, uh, Then I come to find out they actually called the whole match in the ring. It was a really good match. It was just kind of... Um, I really think Jericho wanted to do uh, a technical brian danielson style match and yeah i thought it was really good i think jericho is a guy who's like that likes to probably wing things every once in a while um but no i, I enjoyed obviously it. jericho is no zach saber jr but he did his best doing a lot of older technical stuff and again they called it in the ring so they kind of improved for most of the match it sounds like and when you think about that you know it was pretty impressive because you know there's just two guys calling it as they go, doing all the technical stuff, and then you had the, uh, you know, the the ramp up at the end. Good pacing, I thought. They gave him a lot of time too. I liked it. Yeah, me too. That was really great. Jericho, fifty-two years old. Let's not forget that. <laughs> yeah, vi- very impressive. Um, Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro against the House of Black. I didn't actually watch this one. Did you? I was kind of in and out of it. Um, it was definitely like a palate cleanser. Okay. Makes sense. Um, you know, there's another guy, Darby Allen, that had a lot of momentum for a while, and he just has to be put on the back burner. Um, there's just not enough spots at the top. I know. I mean, arguably, this guy has been at least their top two, three baby faces at some point in time, right? So there's just only so much Wait, room. Wait, who's, who's the TNT you know, champion? The top. Wardlow. Oh, okay. It's like they couldn't... I, I'm just so like, why wasn't there a TNT match? I guess they just didn't do that. Yeah, seems like you'd want that on the main card. Oh, also don't forget, with Pac, uh, Orange Cassidy came out as being the next challenger for that North... Whatever title. North Atlantic. Whatever. Yeah, that was a weird promo, too. Yeah, I was kind of weirded out by that one. <laughs> I guess you, you had uh, so, yeah, the Penta true. talking yeah. shit, so that was kind of cool. But yeah, and then just Orange Orange Cassidy yeah. goes silent. And you're like, okay, then. All right, so in in 19 minutes and 55 seconds, CM Punk beat John Moxley. Um, I thought it was a really good match. Um, you know, without knowing all the bullshit. What do you think? No, I mean, I thought it was a great match. Um. It's just funny that you know CM Punk is a really really good wrestler. He's he's borderline great in ring, but he's definitely a guy that is not very athletic. Yeah, I know that's a weird thing. No, to say. it's true, dude. He um, he runs out of of breath easily. He can't do crazy flips and stuff like that. He's more of an actor. Well, yeah. Well, in a way, like I think he's learn to do things fundamentally well but he doesn't have like an athletic background like maybe he didn't play basketball or baseball when he was a little kid or soccer or whatever so he doesn't have like that well it's probably a genetic it's probably a genetic um, thing too 
he doesn't he doesn't someone that doesn't have that athletic like kind of like basis or template for you know doing yeah. everything but um i in a way moxley doesn't either <laughs> moxley <laughs> is kind of an awkward wrestler as well so that's why i think they blended so well that's they're true they're they, well they're both kind of at this point bruisers right brawlers like you're not gonna s- yeah well moxley's always been a brawler and punk's always been like technical slash brawler but they right? both kind of just um, did a brawling match well. um they did the dives all, both of them did uh and uh, and I'm glad Moxley didn't bleed this time. Which was kind of funny. Like they're like, hey, he probably knows the the meme now. He's like, all right, you bleed instead. Yeah, and I thought that worked Let, out well. Um, no, let's really be honest match, though. Right? He had blood all over him. Yeah, it wasn't his, <laughs> but he did for sure. Fucking licking Not it this time. All this weird shit. So uh, it reminds me of the. Um, the uh was oh yeah when i went to he waved 2000 ecw when uh steve carino was a crimson mask and jerry lynn took the blood with his fingers and spelt what on his chest yeah like it had to be a spontaneous thing it was, i was at that too and i didn't realize what he was doing until i watched was it in it la later on but yeah it was in the grand olympic auditorium in 2000. damn i didn't know ecw um, tour to la like that that was their only like big show they did. Wow, like, was in two thousand, like a year before the company went under. That was where they had the whole XPW like kind of. Uh, yeah, it was, was a it crazy, a was it a good show? Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, it's on the network. I'm searching it now. It Heat out. wave. Heat wave two thousand. Yeah, it's like can't find. Heat wave two thousand. ECW Heat Wave. Um, okay, here we go. Five seasons. Don't forget that. <laughs> Heat Wave 2000. Just Incredible faces Tommy Dreamer in a Stairway to Hell match. That's right. How old were you? Uh, 19. Okay, so you could go on your 19, own accord. 19? Yeah, I went with my buddies. Oh, I was I just had turned uh 19 cuz it was July 16th. So, it was a month ago I turned 19. Any shows coming up that you plan on going to? Uh Not really. Nothing, huh? You How about anything. Fighting yeah. Spirit Unleashed in 4 days? Oh, they're going to they're yeah. Is that in L.A.? I thought they were they're doing uh, October. They're doing a uh, another New Japan. Fighting Strong. Spirit Unleashed is in um, Hollywood, California, on September tenth. But that's pretty soon, though. September tenth? I thought they were doing October. Oh, well, I don't they're know. gonna do. Let's see. September tenth is Saturday. It's huh. gonna be. I don't know about this one though, honestly. I know they're in Vegas on the eleventh, right? On the eleventh. Mm, yep. Yep. Yeah, they're doing the 10th, but honestly, it's no big stars or anything, dude. The main event is um, Ozzy Open versus Jarrell Noyce, Nelson and Royce Isaacs. West Coast uh, Wrecking Crew. Where, where, where are the they Vermont? This? On September yeah, 10th? Yeah, Saturday. This Saturday. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, then we got Royal Quest coming up after that. Two nights. That's going to be incredible. Oh, yeah, that will I'm be. I'm so excited for that. And what is this? Declaration of Power? Is this just a new random pay-per-view? I think it's the 50th anniversary, so they've been using some of the names of their old pay-per-views. So I think that... Okay, and that's where it's going to be Jonah versus Okada. Okay. okay. Right. Wow, they got that all planned out. That's nice, right? Yeah, man, probably. it feels nice not to have to talk so much about uh, CM Punk and all that shit. It's 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 too much, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things you just gotta let it play out, and you know, you get the basics of it, and that's really all yeah. you can do. Um, yeah, I mean, and you go on to r slash squared circle 
one of the top posts with two, almost 2,000 votes upvotes says, I just feel bad for Colt Cabana. Um, Can't help but, I mean, I don't know how you don't after hearing all that stuff. Because um, the guy's been pretty much absent, and he's not there absent, and he's not there to defend himself, and nor is he on Twitter or anything defending himself, because I just, you know... I would hate to be in a verbal spat with CM Punk, whether you're right or wrong. Did you hear uh, some of the other... It's not the person you want to be on the wrong Did side Did you see of. some of the other tweets from other wrestlers kind of sideways commenting? No. Ma- Matt Hardy says, I've lived a hell of a life, I've accomplished incredible things, and I've fucked up a lot. I can confidently say I've learned from both the good and the bad. I don't believe in tearing people down. I only believe in building people up. I did see um, some other stuff. What did I see? Oh, yeah. I saw, like, for example, Grado texts a picture of him and C- of him and Colt Cabana together. Like, subtle stuff mm. like that. Yeah. I liked, I liked the... the uh, Around that time. Not Christopher Daniels. What, what's, what's his partner's name? Christopher Daniels. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian. Like, yeah, I just keep my mouth shut. He's like, know? yeah, that's something I've Basically, learned. Uh, I'm like, thank you. The best weapon is to keep your mouth shut. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's pretty interesting what's going on. Well, we will see. Um, yeah, just more complaints on here. It should have been Brian Danielson, not CM Punk. You know. Um. By the way, uh, did you hear about Velveteen Dream? So can we finally talk yeah, about this man, fucking just, asshole? I mean, taking pictures of other dudes, you know, setting up a penis cam uh, at parties, something like that. All right, here's my thing. Right? I figured back in the day, besides all his fucking weird shit on uh, Snapchat, I thought, like, he. I think he's had a drug issue because he, like, was having car accidents or something. And, uh, yeah, that's when he was, that's when he was like taking time off. Like, oh, he got in a car accident and like, eventually it's like, I don't know. One thing after another, WWE said, or Meltzer said that WWE would never hire him again. Especially he got arrested twice. Jesus Christ, man. I hope he gets better. Well, Jimmy Oso gets arrested every couple weeks or Jay, one of them. Uh, True, you know. <laughs> but uh, well, this guy, I just had a lot of issues. It sounds like. Um, there's a, a Wrestling Observer newsletter headline from June sixteenth, nineteen ninety seven, that I'd like to read to you. Okay. Mhm. Okay, that's my. Uh, that was my sixteenth birthday. Wrestling Observer newsletter. Dressing room fights in both WWF and WCW. HBK threatens to quit and tons more. And uh, mm-hmm. the the yeah, this is not <laughs> old stuff. This is not. Uh, I mean, this is not a new a new thing in the business. Yeah. Sure. Oh. <laughs> I kind of want to read that one. HBK threatens to quit. Dressing room fight in WCW and WWF. It's like Jesus, dude. I guess it was a little more common back then, right? Um, yeah, I think it's a little more surprising now because of the whole like, you know, everyone gets along. We just go back to our room and play video games, era. <laughs> that uh, that's probably true, man. That's probably true. Well, I'll tell you what, man. We only did. Because you remember it was guys like The Undertaker and maybe even like Kevin Nash or whatever saying like, no, these guys are, you know, fighting for what they believe in and all that kind of thing. They're just happy, you know, being where they're at. They're happy to be there kind of thing. But uh, I guess you can't say that about now. Yeah, it's it's been kind of crazy, man. Well, what I was going to say is that uh, we only did one hour, but I think we covered things pretty in detail. And, you know, we could spend another hour talking about the punk stuff, but I really just don't want to. Um, that's what everyone's talking about. And something will happen by next week. We'll have a lot yeah, more and we're, we, I'd rather talk about you know. some other good shows, you know, 
there's a lot of Japanese stuff coming up. So maybe uh, next time. Did we address the crowd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheering? You said it was awesome. Okay. I, mean, I know we did before the show, but it, yeah, I was on. No, that, that was, was my, my first question, and so yeah, that's what I like hearing about more positive stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and hearing the fans say, you know, cheering for Bad Dude Tito, that was that was really. Yeah, cool. I'm about to go check that out, um, like right now. So, and I'll expect the text to wake me up in the uh, to, you know, wake me up in the morning, telling me how much you loved it, because that was my moment of the week. Now there was a cage says. match. Uh, there there the was a cage Japan. match between The Miz and uh, Bobby Lashley that I kind of wanted to watch, too. So, Yeah, I'm definitely going to catch up on a little castle attack. <laughs> castle it. attack. That's, that's such a New Japan name what for was it. It's called? Clash at the Castle. But, okay. no, it, that one was, yeah, that one, the, uh, even the... Um, Oh, Castle Attack was the one they. That's did. what I'm saying. That's a, like that's a New Japan name for sure. Uh, yeah, no, no uh, White Castle, whatever. Yeah, it's they called. and they even had the. Um, oh, what match am I thinking? Oh yeah, Riddle versus Seth Rollins. That was great. Oh yeah, because okay, Riddle, okay. They, bro, they're letting him do shit they couldn't do before. Riddle like lost his cool and went ultra violent on Rollins, but then he started fucking up. Yeah, good. So. He was doing like the full slaps and fucking all the Japanese style stuff. So I'm telling you, bro, it's definitely changed. So check. I might have to make carve out some more time at some point. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys for checking us out again. We'll have more to talk about next time. Probably. I kind of hope it's a slow week, but it's not going to be. Um, we've got lots of other stuff coming up. Lots of shows in Japan. We got stardom that I want to watch. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for checking us out. Check us out at, uh, at Wrestling and Pod on Twitter or Instagram. And uh, at, ring, at In Ring Art on Twitter or TikTok. Yeah, anything else to say, Justin? Instagram. I mean, that's really it, man. I think we covered it all. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys. Uh, Stay positive, time. people. Have a good one. Thank you.